1: From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous
0: stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage
1: to share these journeys, and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness, and empower you to feel your absolute best.
0: And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Hi guys, before we get to today's episode, we want to share how excited we are to offer our community 20% off their first order at Sakara with code XOCourageous. We have been big fans of the company for years, and the Sakara Life Organic Meal Delivery Program is based on a whole food, plant-rich diet that includes fresh, nutrient-dense, and delicious ingredients. It's perfect for those weeks you need a refresh or don't have time to meal prep. They also have a clean boutique, which offers delicious food forward, bars, snacks, beauty
1: water drops, and my personal favorite metabolism, super powder, which works to fire up your metabolism, stabilize blood sugar, eliminate bloat and decrease puffiness. The naturally rich low sugar, dark chocolate flavor is perfect for smoothies or simply mixed with coffee and nut milk. I also regularly use the Sakara cookbook full of plant-rich recipes, which you can purchase on their website. Click the link in our show notes to visit sakara.com and use code XO Courageous for 20% off your first order. We know you will love it as much as we do. Now onto the episode. Hi everyone. Welcome back to Courageous Wellness. As usual, we're going to do a little update on what's going on in our lives before we get into a wonderful conversation um, with this week's guest, Bonnie Kroetzer. So Erica, what's going on with you? How
0: have you been doing? I have been doing great. (laughs) Um, I'm like, where to begin? I guess to begin, we're really in the thick of our 10,000 step a day challenge. So if You don't know what that is, or you are hearing about this for the first time for the month of September, we are doing a 10,000 step a day challenge just for our mind, body, and spirit. It's not about the 10,000 steps, it's just an impetus to really intentionally care for ourselves. And so we're in the thick of it and we're doing this great giveaway. So if you want to find out more about that, you can check out our Instagram. But I I love it. Like I love the sunlight. I love getting out. I love doing these 10,000 steps, but I also do spin class. Um, and my legs are so sore. So I wanted to share, I guess my update a little bit before sharing some content I've been watching. Cause I have a lot of like books and content I'd love to share too. But for anybody listening who is doing, the 10,000 step a day challenge with us. If you are feeling the heaviness in your legs, like I am just quickly, some things I've been doing that have really helped are um, legs up the wall, which is so easy. You literally just put your legs up the wall, and (laughs) sit there for 15 minutes. And it actually really helps so much. I also have been taking long baths and I got, um, some toe stretchers, which are really helping because my feet get really crampy. Um, all of those things have been really helping and as i'm speaking i realize this episode is perfect because fascia flossing would probably be a great addition to recovery <laughs> right yeah. now as well i was like oh wow this episode is perfect for recovery and we should all do fascia flossing immediately after listening <laughs> <laughs> yes you guys will learn
1: a lot from this episode as we did too um yeah that i i feel that too although i feel my body adjusting cuz it's been like cuz we started mid August. So it's been like, I think I did like 20 something days straight in a row. My watch keeps track. So, um, at first I felt the pain. I don't spin though, but like I felt that more. And now I feel like definitely more conditioned for it, which is interesting. Like I'm not feeling it as much. Um, I try to do yoga two to three times a week, go to classes that just helps with like the stretching and my hips and stuff like that.
0: You're really good at supplementing with like, I know you do Melissa Wood health a lot and yoga. So I feel like that, that makes a difference because I do notice just adding legs up the wall in this week, every day, my legs feel lighter. Like it really does make a difference. So I'm committing to that as an act of self-care. And then I'm also, like I mentioned, watching, a lot on Hulu and reading. I finished, if you guys listened last week, I finished Daisy Jones and the six and I can't recommend it enough. It was a great, great, great read. I'm so sad it's over and I can't wait for the TV show or miniseries or movie that's coming out. Um, I can't wait. It's so good. But then I got into TV and I started only murderers in the building. Yeah.
1: Only murders in the building.
0: Only murders in the building. Yeah. and nine perfect strangers. Oh yeah,
1: like the wellness um, psychological thriller.
0: Yeah, and I like Leanne Moriarty, who is the author. I didn't read that book, but I I like I read Big Little Lies. I mm-hmm. I love her as an author. She does good good stuff, but um, I'm not loving Nine Perfect Strangers. I liked it in the beginning, but now I feel like it's dragged. Like it's time to end. Like I feel like they might have gone three episodes longer <laughs> than they needed to. Um. Like I almost just want to Google what happens and spoil myself, but yeah, I kind of, they're losing me a little, but I really like the nine, I love the, the murder show. I like the Selena Gomez, Steve Martin show. We're enjoying that one. Um, yeah. So just a lot of. TV and reading over here for some self-care. There is
1: there are some good new shows out. I started Nine Perfect Strangers. I thought the first episode was good, like it hooked Mm -hmm. us. So I want to watch a second, but that's all I've gotten through is one episode. And then I started Murders in the Building. I got about halfway through. It has not hooked me, but I'm willing to give it another chance because I had actually another friend say they're really enjoying it. And she Mm -hmm. and I usually like similar content. So I'm willing to go back to that. And I also am a fan of, um, I went through a big like crime podcast phase. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that's what they like, they kind of bond on in the beginning. And then loving Ted Lasso season two. It's just yeah. such a sweet show. Um, and yeah, you just and got back. You just got I just back traveled. from Hudson Valley. Yeah, in New York and New Jersey. Um, it was beautiful. It was like right after the huge horrible storm. Actually, there was a ton of damage in the whole region. Um, not so much in the Hudson Valley, but like in New Jersey and New York city. Um, but yeah, they, but I got to reap the benefits of the gorgeous weather right after the storm. Mm. Um, you know, it shows, it was just perfect. There was like, it wasn't that hot. It was like 70 degrees A hint to fall in the air. It was awesome. And I just loved, I got to do some like nature walks. They weren't big hikes, but you know, hiking in the woods and stuff. And, um, it just is like, honestly, Erica, this is something that's crazy. But one of the things I noticed was how differently I breathe there, like here, you know, unfortunately in California, we have horrible fire seasons and, um, it does affect the quality of our air, even if you're not close to the fires. And I know it was one point with the, um, The wind currents, they were like going all over the country. But I noticed for a few weeks leading up to the long weekend, I was really having like itchy, sneezy, dry throat, dry eyes. And I was there for like a day in nature, in amongst trees that are living. And I could like everything. I just cleared up entirely. So that was awesome. But it makes me like sad for fire air and climate change is real. Granted, they just like are dealing with horrible flooding and stuff. So it's, it's, you know, climate anxiety. (laughs) That's a real thing. I think I have a lot of friends sort of processing that, but I had this, you know, this beautiful weekend in nature. So I feel very lucky um, Uh, to have had that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It looked like a dream, all of your hikes and your Yeah. Where, where you got to get your steps in just looked so dreamy. So dreamy. Yeah. And now we're in it. It's September and man, I'm going to bake, I'm going to bake some pumpkin things this weekend. I'm getting your birth month. It is. I know. I can't believe it. It's two more weeks. Libra season. When Libra season begins, I will be as, you know, mushy and extra as I always am, but (laughs) it'll be my season. Um, Yeah, but I'm ready to bake some pumpkin things. I'm ready to just get into our pretend fall. I know, uh, Bonnie is in New York, so I'm sure we have a lot of New York listeners on this episode, East coast listeners, and Mm -hmm. you guys are so lucky you get real fall and we hope you're all doing okay with the flooding. I know we both had a lot of friends who were dealing with that over there. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think those are all my updates. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think
1: that's good. Like let's get into the episode. We have a lot that we cover with Bon. So, um today on the podcast, we sit down for a really fascinating conversation with Bonnie Kreutzer, dancer, teacher, and founder of Ghost Flower Activewear, the world's only activewear scientifically engineered to activate your chi. Bonnie is also a renowned teacher of fascia flossing, a class that's stress that stretches to floss your fascia. Activate your meridians and keep
0: your immune and lymph systems moving. I was able to take a virtual fascia flossing class with bond over the summer and my whole body felt different. Fascia flossing truly was like experience in Experiencing an internal massage, and it was truly a whole body and mind release. So in this episode, we learn all about fascia flossing, what it is, how to do it. And we hear Bonnie's incredible personal journey to this work. We also discuss ghost flower, a line of clothes that explore the ancient roadmap of Chinese medicine and a perfect complement to wear when fascia flossing. We loved this conversation and hope you enjoy the episode. This
1: episode is sponsored by Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey is a line of non-toxic, effective, and safe bath, body, and skincare products made in small batches in Austin, Texas. They source ingredients as hyper-clean as possible, which means both choosing organic and making thoughtful, informed choices on safe ingredients. Milk and Honey is a female founded and funded brand that offers a wide variety of non-toxic bath, body, and skincare
0: products that will make you feel nourished inside and out. Their online boutique also offers products from other top brands, including Osea Malibu, Virtue, Moon Juice, Coola Sun Care, and more. Some of our favorite products include Milk and Honey's Baking Soda-Free Aluminum-Free Deodorant in Lavender Tea Tree, which I have been exclusively using for years. I also love Milk and Honey's Gel Cleanser and Osea's Body Oil and Vagus Nerve Oil, which activates the body's relaxation response and helps regulate stress. If you want to try milk and honey, you can receive 15% off your order by visiting milkandhoney.com and using the code CWpodcast, one word at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. This episode is brought to you by our health coaching subscription service on Patreon. The Courageous Wellness Collective has expanded on Patreon to bring our listeners and clients an all-access, accessible platform to educate, inform, and create nutrition and lifestyle habits to meet your personal goals. For $8.99 a month, patrons will receive weekly video
1: content on topics ranging from blood sugar stabilization, gut health, hormone balance, energy, sleep, skin health, how to shop the grocery store, pantry staples, and much more. Included, you'll also receive access to monthly virtual webinars, recipes, and special guest content too. With this subscription, you are guaranteed at least four pieces of fresh health coaching content each month.
0: To learn more and become a patron, visit www.patreon.com slash courageous wellness, or check out our show notes. We look forward to welcoming you to our coaching community. So welcome, Bon. Thank you so much for being here. We are very excited to have this conversation with you. So to get us started, can you tell us a little bit about your personal wellness journey and what that means
2: to you? I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. I can't wait for this convo. Um, My wellness journey, well, I started as a dancer. It's my first love. And um, I remember my first ballet class, actually, which is kind of crazy. Um, my dad took me, and the teacher afterwards was like, Your daughter's very talented. Has she taken dance before? And he was like, No. And then she was like, Okay, well, can you teach her her right and left? <laughs> because she can't really figure it out. <laughs> and still to this day, like, I get confused on right and left. That's just part of it. But Also still to this day, I have a very intimate relationship with my body and, um, my mom put on the nutcracker This is before my first dance class. And she said it was the first time I sat still. This was at age three, three and a half for more than 30 seconds. So I was already a mover, but the dance thing captured my attention and, it's kind of weird. It's like you wonder if you're actually remembering that memory or if it's you're creating that in your memory. But it's almost like at that moment, my destiny was kind of determined. And I knew that would be a huge part of my life. So as I journeyed through my dance practice, learning and um, trying to support my body through it, uh, one of the, my younger friends at ballet brought me to the Pilates studio in Galita, is the little town I grew up in, just north of Santa Barbara, and. Um, At the time, that was kind of like a new thing. If you weren't maybe in New York or in LA, and I was like, what is this? And of course I loved it. Like I loved like getting to have another level of mindfulness, um, a different way of working with my body besides at the ballet bar. Um, And that transitioned into yoga. They also had yoga at that studio. And I remember my, I think this is like 15 and then yoga was 16 and my boyfriend's mom who was the pastor's wife <laughs> was like be careful of that yoga stuff and I was like uh what does that mean? But really the beauty was is that I got to have I got to be in a space where no one was looking at my body and and, and it had to look in a certain way. There was no mirror, unlike in the dance studio. And um I started um creating a different kind of relationship with my body like I was always a feeler from the inside out but this deepened that and um created um more than a respect almost like sanctity around the our vessel and how it gets to hold spirit and I started kind of like getting to be in my body in a new way I guess um and of course, like over the years, I went to UC Irvine for their dance program. We had amazing um, body practices besides all of our dance classes and rehearsals there. Um, Feldenkrais, Alexander technique. Um, our modern dance teacher was kind of like a world in herself and brought in so many, so much uh, wealth of knowledge for us. So. Um, and also at the time I was teaching cardio dance at the, the university gym and they're like, Hey, there's nobody to teach yoga right now. Can you teach it? And I was like, I'm not certified. So this kind of dates me because this is pre like tons of yoga teachers around kind of thing, I guess, at least in, um, Orange County, um, so that was kind of amazing. I, I was teaching lots of different kinds of classes, but I really enjoyed teaching yoga. And so when I graduated school, because I knew trying to be a professional dancer also needed some supplements. I um, trained at White Lotus Foundation with Ganga and Tracy White. It's like old school um, yogis that have a retreat center up in the hills of Santa Barbara. Um And my aunt was down because she's friends with them. She's, you know, another, a yoga teacher that was before certification. So it kind of like was a natural flow. I moved to San Francisco and was dancing professionally. There was finishing my yoga teaching hours. I sprained my ankle terribly. I went to Hawaii to finish my yoga teaching hours. I went back to Santa Barbara to um, heal finish healing and just start taking class at the local ballet company there with state street ballet to get back in shape. So I could go back to San Francisco and they were like, Hey, do you need, um, no, they said, Hey, we need a white, we need another Swan. Can you do Swan Lake with us? So then I ended up staying in Santa Barbara that turned into, seven seasons dancing with them, which is amazing. Um, took off to New York, got an opportunity with a modern dance company and did a season at the Joyce. Um, but within that year, I would met um, my former teacher, Bob Cooley, who is a genius um, about changing the fascia among many other things. And he kind of was like, hey you, you should learn this work that I've developed. Um, And and that's the work that I do now with the fascia. And so I ended up training with him in Boston. He wanted to open a studio in Santa Barbara, (laughs) went back to Santa Barbara to help do that. So Santa Barbara has a leash on me, obviously. And, um, Oprah got wind of our work. We started working with her, which was an amazing, powerful moment. And she put us in her magazine a few months later, he wanted to catch the wind that was coming at us. (laughs) So he then opened a pop-up in New York. I traveled there to help open the space was only supposed to stay for two months and ended up being like, this is it now is my time in New York. And, it's been incredible. Lots of amazing people, very open to changing their body and their life in this particular way. And um, it, it's it's neat because I feel like I can connect on many different movement levels Like um, yeah. besides folks that need kind of um, more like therapy. I also understand as a dancer, I was trying to um, help and support my body in a way that could sustain me and provide me the best possible vessel for my art form. And so I also understand that people really want to create an optimal setup for themselves, whether whether that means more health or more comfort in their body or they're looking to achieve a specific thing. So. Well, we'll thank you. All yeah. yeah.
1: Thank you for sharing that. It's, um, I always love hearing people's, you know, our lives are not linear. And so it's always fun to hear like, sort of like the trajectory of how things sort of lead you to maybe this current moment. Um, yeah. So for anyone that, is not aware of what fascia flossing is, or even we, we do, we have done episodes in different ways that have involved the fascia, but, um, if anyone is not aware of what it is and then what fascia flossing is, can you give us a little
2: breakdown about that? Totally. Um, completely understandable. If you don't know what fascia is, it's not you, it's them. (laughs) Anatomists for centuries, classical anatomists have discarded the fascia as if it was packing material. And I'm sure a lot of your audience knows that already, but um, at some point in time within the last 20 years, maybe a little bit more, more research has been done on it. And Um, I think to the acupuncturists, the Chinese medicine community or the Eastern medicine community, to many body workers, the Rolfers, etc., they all know how important this tissue is because it is the tissue that connects all other tissues. It wraps our organs. It creates this web through every nook and cranny of the body. And um, if you like imagery, I love this one because if you slurped out all of your tissues, all of your bones, et cetera, besides the fascia, there would be kind of um, a ghost-like replica of you standing there. So everyone's fascia has a unique signature to them. And many practitioners, this is not studied that to my knowledge, but um, anecdotally, we could say that the fascia really tells the person's life story. So if you broke your arm when you were a kid, you probably have denser fascia around that wherever you broke it, etc. So um, the fascia is made of collagen, mostly 90% collagen, a little hyaluronic acid and elastin plus base um, base material, which is like the fluid. But um, if you're in the wellness world, you probably hear those three big ones often. So the more our fascia is healthy, the more circulation, the more hydrated, the more comfortable we feel in our bodies. Um, fascia is the space maker of the body and also the compartmentalizer so one of its jobs is to separate things so we're separating the upper respiratory from the digestion to the lower elimination it's separating each muscle fiber Or if you think of your thigh, there's a massive wrapping of fascia around your thigh, and then it breaks down fractally. So then it will wrap a a single muscle group, and then it'll wrap even down to each muscle fiber. So it really is, as Joanne Avison says, ubiquitous and continuous it's important to take care of it. You're getting the drift. It's important to take care of it because it really does affect all systems. And if you think of your fascia getting really kind of tight and dense, it compresses or tourniquets. So think of fascia being dense in your abdomen, then maybe you're compressing your spleen or whatever, like we want to change it. Um, Because it can impact the health of the things that it's compressing or not compressing. And fascia flossing, (laughs) you were going to. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. No, we were going to just jump in. Erica, did you? I I saw you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, that's incredible, right? So clearly, that is something very important in our bodies that seems to be unknown, right? To be honest, Ali has an experience with her own fascia that she can share in a bit. Um, but learning about her experience with her fascia, that was the first time I had even really heard about it a few years right. ago. And then when I discovered you and I took your class virtually, yeah. before we get into what it is, I just want to say it literally was an unbelievable experience I had. Mm. And it felt like an internal massage. That's the only way I can really describe it. And I don't even know if I was doing it. (laughs) I don't even know if I was doing it a hundred percent correctly. And I still felt like I had an internal massage. And so can you share with our audience, what is fascia flossing exactly? When did it even begin? And then I have some more questions, but we can start there.
2: Totally. Oh my gosh. I love that you said that because I'll have so many random people be like, I felt like I just got a workout and a massage all at once, <laughs> which is cool because fascia flossing to me, the easiest way to describe it is like an internal exfoliation. So what we're doing, and it's hard to describe, it's better experience. We're essentially stretching like animals stretch. If you watch them kind of paw the floor and they're like and then they like kind of pull off where they're contracting. This is called pendiculation. Pendiculation just means contraction plus elongation phase. Or we all do it when we yawn, that's pendiculating. So it's really just contracting and elongating. And what that does, those two together, are kind of the magic sauce because it's creating a gentle yank on the tissue, and you can imagine like a knot. A knot is really myofascia. It's fascia mixed with muscle tissue. If you create resistance and yank on the knot from the inside out, then the fibers start to unwind and kind of realign with each other, and it's really it's inch by inch, layer by layer. And they did do a study with Dr. Gimberto back in 2015, I think. Um, He's uh, one of the world's known fascia experts in France. And they watched the fascia as they um, watched, a, a, I guess it was a, um, it was the hamstring, so it was the biceps tendon. They were, they were doing that action and they watched some of the older, harder, plasticky fibers break apart and go into the bloodstream. So that's where I get the internal exfoliation part from it. And, and what we're doing is that when we're doing a fascia flossing class is that we're going after the major muscle groups. So say we wanted to work on your hamstring, you would contract your hamstring and then you'd use some sort of lever, either your hand or the floor to then stretch it, to elongate it. And that's what's going to cause the gentle yank and the pull on the fascial fibers. And we pulse it. We don't hold a stretch because Many studies studies have shown that micro tearing can occur when we, especially when we overstretch and when you micro tear the fibroblasts, the little cells that take care of the fascia, they go in there overnight and they repair it. So they're laying down another layer of fascia in that micro tear zone or scar tissue. Over time, if we continue to overstretch, 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 then you're built up dense, extra accumulated layers of fascia. So when I first met Bob, I didn't understand why I could be on the side of the dance studio as the good girl stretching my hamstrings every day, because that's what a ballerina does. Why were my hamstrings feeling cold, unconscious, hard, dense, like even though I could bring my leg to my face because I was hypermobile, and that's another designation we need to make between true, truly flexible tissue and hypermobility, which hypermobility is in the joints, in the tendons, in the ligaments. That's like loosey-goosey. The rubber band doesn't go back to its springy self after you overstretch it situation. So that was me. But what the flossing does as it pulls on the tissue, really working in the belly of the tissue. And like I said, we don't hold the pulse. I mean, we don't hold the stretch, we pulse. So we're going back and forth, back and forth, each rep, not aiming to go farther necessarily, but aiming to be more engaged, more connected to that tissue that you're working on. As that tissue from the belly starts to change, so the meat of the hamstring, the meat of the quad that stops yanking on your joint structures and your whole tissue network, remember it's a web, starts to become more elastic, more suspending. So your body works in a suspension compression network. That's what the fascia does. It's really holding our bones and our muscles in place using resistance, tension, and suspension. So as that tissue gets healthier and more elastic, the suspension part is happening less than the compression part is happening. Thank so you. So
1: sense. yeah, it totally makes sense. It's, it's really fascinating. I mean, as Erica mentioned before, I didn't really know what the fascia was until I found out I had a cancerous tumor in my back and it had gone, it had started in the layer of skin like yeah. my, my skin layers, but it had grown down. It was a kind that it's a kind that grows down. And fortunately I caught it when yeah. it had just fortunately or unfortunately, I mean, fortunately it wasn't very far along when I caught it, it had gone through my fascia, but it had not yet penetrated muscle. Oh, wow. So I actually had like a chunk of my fascia removed from my upper back yeah. and but I had to learn about what that was because I didn't even know. Um, and and then since then I've done a lot of uh, acupuncture, and so I've learned more about you know the meridians and how, as you said earlier, Eastern medicine practitioners really use the fascia. Um, but it's so it's so fascinating to me because the more. We learn about it, or the more mainstream it also becomes, it, you know, as you're so intricately describing it today. Um, we, you know, I, I learn about the importance of it and the value of it. And I I didn't, like I said, I didn't even know until I had a problem and and had to have a part of mine removed. And so um, yeah, it's it's just, I just find it fascinating. And I'm curious, you started to go into this, but what are like the benefits if someone wants to incorporate this Mm -hmm. into their routine into their practice how might they feel other than like has erica said like it feels like a, a massage which is wonderful but what are some of the health benefits that come out of this kind of practice
0: and if i can just add to that too because you also mentioned this as well but how it differs from yoga, which you were talking about, right? Like the holding of the stretches, but why, if we can just unpack that a little bit more exploring the benefits, because it's interesting, right? Because yoga is so known. And I feel like people might even still be listening and be like, but if I do,
2: can I, is this just a different yoga? So (laughs) just to add that in there. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing to delineate between the two for sure. Um, Ali, I love that you caught it and I love that your fascia was doing its job. That it that's its job is to contain. And mm. and I know Dr. Dan Kion, who is an MD Western medicine doctor and a PhD acupuncturist who helped wow. us build Ghost Flower, which we can chat about later. Yeah. Um he talks about in his book on how if the cancerous cells cross the lines of the fascia, that's when it gets more dangerous, mm-hmm. right? So your fascia was hanging 10 for you. Yay. I'm really grateful for you for that. Um, let's see. So the benefits of doing fascia flossing, like I said, um, let's put it this way. Uh, on the scale of tissue health, there's super hard scar tissue Um, tissue. (laughs) So let's um, maybe imagine like a very old person who, you know, hasn't done a lot of movement in their life, all the way down to someone like Hussein Bolt probably has ultra superhuman tissue, hydrated, elastic, pliable, gushy, all the yummy things. Um, Most of us are kind of somewhere in between. But if you want to upgrade that tissue, then fascia flossing is the only way that I've found to do that. One, because in traditional massage, we are going after the tissue from an external force, right? Someone has put their hands on you. They're trying to get down into the fascial layers from the outside. Fascia flossing works from the inside out. So you're getting down to the structural fascia. Structural fascia determines the superficial fascia. So if you can change the deeper structural layers, then you can start to affect the superficial layers, which have to do with the smoothness of our skin. You get my drift, like that's not the point of fascia flossing to me, but some people are attracted to that. So that's one of the benefits. Um, You've probably heard of the fascia blaster. I don't really think it works because I I believe you have to go from the center out. But I mean, some people might like to do that. So one of the benefits of fascia flossing is that it can be less painful for people because you're using your own contraction, your own resistance, you're working from the inside out. My teacher, Bob, used to say, if we were to apply the same amount of force from the outside, if you were rubbing someone's shoulder, uh, the degree that we can change the fascia from the inside with the flossing, then the person would pass out in pain <laughs> because it, it would take that. I mean, it's hard to get down to the structural fascia. Let's be honest. It's not an easy zone to go after. So that's one of the benefits, of course. Um, I can talk personally is that when I started getting worked on and I started getting worked on very frequently around 27, I think, which is a very optimal time. Any any time, any age, this work is fabulous. But it's kind of amazing. It gave me, um, well, it healed me from my injuries, and also gave me this baseline reinvigorated tissue moving into my 30s. So, um, besides that, my tissue complete completely changed. One thing I'll say is that as a dancer, I had rock solid legs, like hard as rocks. And I thought that was like, so great, you know, like totally ego based, like, oh, my legs are rock hard. But actually I learned that was just a bunch of scar tissue. (laughs) So a leg chock full of scar tissue, even if it's hard is not necessarily healthy. And like I said before, the tissue will harden in the, the, The in mass aspect of the muscle group if your joints are hypermobile. So, if you have very hard tissue and then very, or if you have very hypermobile joints, you can then end up with very hard tissues because the body's always trying to balance out. So, reinvigorating the tissue and making it this kind of more streamlined, elastic, connected web is going to really help just balance out the entire aspect of the biomechanics of the body. I don't even like to say biomechanics because we're not a a machine, but that's just kind of like an easy term. Besides that, I felt my immune system and my hormonal system increase like 20 fold. I used to get sinus infections all the time as a kid. I had um, a little bit of cartilage taken out of my inner right nostril, which helped Chinese medicine helped more getting acupuncture. And then this work, like I basically, nev- I haven't had a sinus infection since. Um, I also w- like went through a bout of staph in my younger 20s and this work took my immune system up so much that I've never had a staph infection again. There was a moment of like, because my immune system was really turning back on with this work, that I had, I was getting a little bit more sick, but again, my teacher used to say the body is supposed to get sick. You're supposed to have that, you know, one flu a year, but it's not supposed to hit you really hard. You know, your body goes into a 24 hour fever and your immune system can handle it. So then I got a little bit more sick more often because my immune system was probably de as you as you floss the fascia, you're also detoxing whatever the fascia was holding in it. So uh, the fascia, one of its jobs is to protect. And if your body can't process a toxin, which is any material that is in, um, is, um, too much. What am I trying to say? There's too much of it. (laughs) If there's any material that there's too much in quantity and the body can't process it, the fascia will put it on lockdown for you. And so, I was probably releasing a bunch of that stuff as I first started de-layering those thick, dense layers of fascia. So immune system, my hormonal system improved. My skin went through a moment of like doing the acne thing and then I figured it out. And yeah. So, I mean, uh, and, and something that I keep thinking about, I don't know why recently, is that when I'd be on an airplane, I'd always be so uncomfortable or in a car, but mostly in an airplane. And now I'm just cruisy on the airplane. It's just like, I feel so much more comfortable in my body that uh, I basically, I didn't know I could feel this good. I think that's number one.
0: We are so excited to offer our listeners a new discount to one of the best probiotic supplements on the market, Seed. Whether you are a Patreon member in our nutrition community or a regular listener of the podcast, you know that Ali and I are both very serious when it comes to the importance of gut health and building a thriving microbiome. I personally have been using Seed for months and have noticed a big difference in my digestion and bloating. I am now devoted to taking seed every morning before food, and I'm really excited to share their daily symbiotic with our audience. The formulation of the daily symbiotic combines a probiotic and prebiotic, is vegan and gluten free, and includes 24 clinically studied naturally occurring strains not found in yogurt or fermented foods and beverages, and lives up to the highest standards for human and planetary health. Yes.
1: In addition to being a really reliable probiotic and prebiotic supplement seed is committed to creating science-based education for all those that partner with them through accountable advertising at seed university. This is where we are all committed to not spreading misinformation about health on the internet, which is pretty important. Also, I personally love their commitment to sustainability with a refill system and all recyclable or biodegradable packaging materials. Erica and I only advertise products that we use and feel are of benefit to us and by extension could be of value to our community. If you would like to order seed Daily Symbiotics to incorporate into your own gut health routine, Go to seed.com and use Courageous15 at checkout for 15% off or click on the link in our show notes or the link tree on Instagram.
0: We have an exciting new discount for our listeners with Four Sigmatic. Erica uses the Lion's Mane in her morning
1: superfood coffee. And even though I hate mushrooms, I absolutely love the products, especially the matcha latte powder, which contains my mushrooms and adaptogens. For 10% off Four Sigmatic products, visit foursigmatic.com and use the code COURAGEOUS at checkout. And there's also a direct link in our show notes that feels like reason enough right there to like get it off an airplane and not be like
2: (laughs) you know um totally um i erica i feel like i forgot your question oh yeah no i just
0: because it it does sound it's obviously different than yoga and as you mentioned um you you kind of have to experience it to like fully understand it but you mentioned, right. That with yoga, holding the stretches for those long periods of time can actually hurt your body. Right. Mm-hmm. So can we talk about that a little bit? Because I feel like it's almost what I have always seen as like a Yogi is being able to do all those like pretzely twists and hold for long periods of time. But then could you actually be injuring yourself more and is focusing on the fascia maybe what the future of yoga should also be. I just, that's what's kind of
2: percolating in my mind. Love. Yes. Oh my gosh. Such a good question. And uh, yeah. Is this just another form of yoga? No, it's not. And I ha- I have to say how much I love, um, my yoga practice and, and how much it did for me in my life and got me through many moments. I did go very deep into a yoga practice and, Um, I was doing all those crazy poses and definitely realized over time, even though I was doing it to create sustainability for my body, like I said earlier, um, it actually was creating injury and, um, you know, part of it was egoic. Like I didn't need to go that far in poses, Mm-hmm. I just like to. <laughs> it was fun, right? It's like this little hypermobile dancer can do all sorts of crazy arm balances and twisty pretzel poses. And what that did for my body is created hypermobility in the joints mm-hmm. and definitely added to um, the the harder kind of scar tissuey tissue that my body was trying to use to balance me out. Um, but worse is that it, my neck started throwing out like almost every other weeks, you know, if I was lucky every other month, but as a ballerina, you need to whip your head very quickly. So I couldn't turn when my neck was like that. So definitely pushed me to look for alternative things. And that's when I ran into Bob's book and tried the quad stretch in there and immediately was like oh my gosh okay this is different than the yoga that i'm practicing because one you don't hold poses like i said earlier we pulse through the range so you'll go to your end range and then you'll go back to the start what that does is it um activates and connects you to the full range of that muscle tissue uh, or myofascial tissue i should say so if you think of yourself in a triangle pose you're working kind of your adductors and your inside hamstring. As you hit your full pose, you're getting um, the stretch is kind of going closer to the joints, and you're only stretching that tissue that um, you're kind of engaged at the end range. But if you bent your knee and then went back into triangle and bent your knee and then went back to triangle, you're just getting a more full um range um you're affecting the full range of that tissue if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah. Thank yeah. you for breaking that down. I think yeah. yeah, it absolutely makes sense. It makes me want to try it now too. I haven't, I haven't taken it. Erica, when she took your class, she like raved about it. She's like, you we have to do an episode on this. So <laughs> um yeah, it sounds, it sounds really interesting and that it can be an effective tool to incorporate, especially if you do other practices, other physical practices like yoga, mm-hmm. um, or if you are a dancer, or if you're an athlete, like in whatever channel that might look like, you know, there's going to be different types of stress on the body. Or if you sit at a desk all day, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it can be anything totally. that it seems that it can really have benefit no matter what your
2: sort of physical demands might be. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're a desk warrior, this is definitely for you. And what's fun is that you can apply this principle of engaging while you're elongating to your yoga practice. So Mm. it can show up in any pose for you the idea is just to contract whatever muscle group that you're stretching in that moment. So if you were in triangle then you would try to pull your heel back a little bit to engage that inner back leg. Mm. And that would kind of the the fascia um creates a safety net in a way so you won't overstretch. So yeah. yeah, it's less about now my yoga practice is less about going super far and more about staying super connected.
0: Yeah, no, this is so It's so cool. And so what is it? Like, how do I phrase this question? So what is it like? Because you also work on people's bodies. So if you take a class with you, are you working on the body? Like, how does it work for a session in person? And how does it work for a session virtually? What is that difference and how do you do it? I think that's my question for, I'm sure people are listening, being like, how do I do this? And what is it like to work with someone versus doing it at home?
2: Absolutely. Um, So the virtual classes are more like a movement practice that, you know, maybe you would swap out for your yoga practice that day because we're moving for a straight 45 minutes. There's this is the self-stretch version of it or the self-flossing version of it where um, I just put you in, in, in shapes that might be familiar, but we make them active. So say we're doing pyramid, then we're gonna um, activate our, our front leg, our hamstring on the front leg, and then sit into the back knee and pulse that back and forth and back and forth. So it's pyramid in hyperdrive essentially. (laughs) Um, So that's the self-stretch version. And what's fabulous is that you can get a lot done working on yourself. Um, If you come to see me in person, this is kind of like the, you know, the luxe aspect is that um, instead of resisting on your own, you resist me and then I move you on specific specific muscular pathways in order to change the fascia that way so it is hands-on so let's go back to the hamstring instead of you being in pyramid you'd be on your back you'd kick down with your heel towards the floor and then I lift your leg up as you resist me which is a lot of work for me (laughs) but it's worth it to see the bodies change so fast Um, so in that way I'm flossing your hamstring out for you although you're in control of how much engagement, how much resistance you use. Um, And then I'm hunting through the feeling in my hands for your hardest, densest tissue. And everyone's like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. But after feeling so many bodies, you start sensing when the tissue is healthy, where it's not, and you just go after. So I'm hunting for the tightest places and that's where we, focus on flossing the most. So if someone came in with a hip joint issue, oftentimes the quad is very dense and the inside hamstring is very dense. So I'll check those as I'm checking those. I'm like, oh, well, actually it's their lateral hamstring. That's probably causing the issue. And then we focus on that. So it can be really any, anything if, it can be for our desk warriors. If they just need relief from stiffness, it can be someone who has a rotator cuff issue. Mm-hmm. I've had one guy in I worked on him for 45 minutes. And every time I run into him, he's like, Hey, you fixed my shoulder. <laughs> and, and I haven't seen him again. Some people, some clients I have three times a week. So it's all very personal. And even do, learning one floss can change your life. I I um, nudge at the hamstrings because mm-hmm. I think they have a huge impact on how our spine sets up.
1: Um, before we go into our wrap up, I, I have one other point that you mentioned earlier that I'd love to touch on. And that's your, it's ghost flower is your clothing line, right? Yeah. But you also, with, what's so cool about it is that doesn't it ha- like work with the meridians of the body?
2: yes so yeah (laughs) it's kind of wild um we put meridians and acupressure points on active wear because my co-founder and i have a very high desire to put this kind of healing medicine in the hands of everybody learning a couple acupressure points you can do it for yourself anytime anywhere and how it came about is that Susie, my co-founder, was a fascia flossing client back in Santa Barbara. And we I didn't mention this, but when we floss, I'm uh, I'm using the Chinese Medicine Meridian roadmap to guide me. I'm so grateful for this because it's given me so many hints about my body and it can often give um, clients hints about what's going on for them. I'm like, there's a lot of scar tissue in your upper shoulder, which is small intestine. And then I'll be like, is there anything going on with your digestion? They're like, oh yeah, blah, 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 da, 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 da. It's like, okay. So it's showing up, it pairs, the meridians often pair up um, in terms of what's going on internally or the, um, the fascial lines that run along the meridians. And that's another story is that some doctors or acupuncturists think the fascia could be forming the space that um, the forming the channels that have the space where the chi flows. Anyhow, that's a side note, (laughs) which is fun. So anyway, Susie would come in and she'd be like, what meridian are we working on now? And then she got interested enough to take the teacher training and She was like, I can never remember my Meridian, so I drew them on my leggings. Will you help me make a pair? And I was like, "Uh, that sounds super dorky, but sure, let's do it. And at first, it was just like a silly educational project, but it evolved into a high-end luxury activewear, and we're made in LA, female-founded, obviously, and we're just so excited to make beautiful clothes which we both love but more importantly kind of be i don't know i say gateway drug i don't know if that's fair a gateway drug to folks who maybe haven't heard about this eastern wisdom that has impacted us both so much that we're so grateful for so we're kind of trying to get it out there you know make it more mainstream for everybody and get them so excited about that to, you know, have an acupuncturist take care of them. Wouldn't it be great if Eastern medicine was just kind of like our baseline started off with that or other, other medicines that are similar.
0: Absolutely. And it's so cool. Cause that was also something when I did take your class virtually, you were mentioning, right? Like when we're working this part of the fascia, it's affecting our Go email or yeah, exactly. And it was just so cool. And then when I discovered Ghostflower, I was like, this is so helpful because I'm not an expert, I'm just learning about it, right? So to have beautiful active wear that also tells you where your meridians are is just super, super cool. So we're going to put all of that in our show notes for everyone to explore themselves. And my last question before we get into wrap up is I'm just curious what your relationship with spirituality is as well I know that might be I don't know why it was just coming to me as you were talking because you mentioned right like the way you grew up and how, like even like yoga for some people is like woo, woo. exactly yeah. and so I just wonder like how learning about this what has your evolution been with your own spirituality um in regards to yourself
2: mm, beautiful question well Um, My mom was Catholic but my dad has um, Native American on his his dad's side of the family and so we didn't really go to church until my parents found like a very liberal one in Goleta when I was about seven. I kind of like there was something about um, being in worship that was very special to me and very sacred to be in church on Sundays and hear the music and I have a Virgo moon and rising. So the purity thing is like a thing for me. So just like kind of this um, very reverent, I have a reverent side of myself, I think. And that helped me start exploring that part. Turned into a youth group leader, like leading prayer. I have this crazy thing and I, I never talk about this, but when I used to pray out loud, I feel like I left my body and started spinning. Um, and that used to freak me out until I kind of like let myself relax into it. And was, I mean now that I look back, I had no idea what that was, but I guess that was channeling in a way. And so sometimes when I meditate, I have that experience, but I think um going into the yoga world and like being allowed a, a level of spirituality without the I don't want to say imposition but kind of the structure of church. So when I started trying to go to church down in Orange County, I was a little bit jaded by what was going on down there. Um nothing personal on anyone, but just I realized it wasn't for me and um the the space that yoga and then I started um practicing Buddhism a bit. Um got uh, kind of blew, blew my spiritual life up in a way. And, um, as, uh, someone who finds the body to be sacred and has had the opportunity to dance this much and have that be my career. Um, but that my career was, uh, very complicated, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to look a certain way But then also for this to be my first love and um, for dance and my body to create this space where time is relative, Mm. where you lose sense of past, present, future, and you're just one with everything. Mm. Um, I feel so honored and blessed and privileged for that to be a part of me. So I guess how my physical vessel mixes with my spirit, I have a space and an art form that allows me to be there maybe more often than I would have gotten to do that if I wasn't a dancer or a body mover. That's so
0: beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And yeah, I actually I also went to college in Orange County, so I totally understand what you okay. mean. I went to a little like Buddhist liberal arts school and I practice <laughs> Buddhism. So, um different, but even yeah. just coming from LA and Yeah, it was, I totally get that. So thank you so much for sharing that. And um, I have to ask what your sun sign is now that you shared your moon and rising sign.
2: (laughs) You're a Capricorn. Oh my gosh, so much earth. Yeah, I'm a- Everyone's Capric- like coming to me to be nourished. I'm like, I get it. I'm all earth. I can give you, it you
0: so much earth. Yeah. I'm a Capricorn rising. So that is beautiful. So, and I also, I feel so connected to you, Bon. I, my whole life left and right has been back to the beginning. Um, something mm. I struggle with still, but, um, yeah, it's, it's more common than I've always thought, but as we begin to wrap up, we always conclude with three questions. And the first is what are some ways that you take care of yourself? What are your self-care practices and non-negotiables?
2: Ooh, non-negotiables pre-pandemic, like dance class, like almost five days a week, oftentimes, like whatever I had to do, get up in the morning, super early to start ghost flower work or what that was like ballet with Svee in, in New York city and um, contemporary with Oliver Steele. So, and, and that's where I really find community because working from home by yourself and in a startup or just seeing a couple clients a week, like you need that community. So that, that was it. And, and that's where I feel closest to God is when I'm at the bar doing my plies. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you. Um,
1: The second question we ask all of our guests is what does being courageous mean to you?
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think sticking to um, doing something that's really good for your own self every single day. It's really hard to carve out that time and to express what you need, whether it's eating something really healthy or going for a walk. I think that takes a lot of courage in in our society where women are kind of meant to be the caretakers. So really taking care of yourself. Also putting your neck on the line because I'm not good at that. So I'm I, that's up for me because I'm trying to practice that. Come out of my turtle shell a little bit. <laughs> Yes. Um and the
0: last question we ask is do you have a book that you would recommend to our audience that has been particularly inspirational to you along your journey on any topic?
2: Um Ooh, so many. If it comes to the fascia and Chinese medicine, I would say Dr. Dan Kim's book, um The Spark and the Machine. Um but personally, to be honest, The Lord of the Rings, <laughs> I love the fantasy of it. I love that you can allow yourself to go into different dimensions and um, go into possibility and imagination and all of that kind of stuff. So I think playfulness that's what that book brought out in me adventure and playfulness. Love that. That's fun. Yeah. Um. And if anybody wants
1: to work with you or follow you or find you or learn about um, Ghost Flower, where can they do that?
2: Yeah, check us out on the gram or at our Ghost Flower website, just ghostflower.com um, or Ghostflower Active on Instagram. Um, if you are curious about classes or wanting to book a session with me, you can go to floss.com. And um, of course, my personal IG DM me, slide into my DMs. I'm happy to chat and nerd out on fascia or whatever anybody needs anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today and for all of your wisdom on this topic. Wow. I hope it helps some folks and it's such a pleasure to be with you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another
1: episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring
0: a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica. And we're Courageous Wellness.